ow, ow. Uh, hey kids, you are about to listen uh, to, to a comedy podcast. That means ow, that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. It's episode 49 and we're still feeling fine. Introducing your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, DrLondonSmith.com. I would like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We've received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terms that I've been using, such as mast cell degranulation and oink oink, said the piggy. So I will try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Hey, yo, Dr. London, how are you? Hey, I'm... Um, uh, I guess I'm doing okay, all things considering. Um, you don't? I mean, you look awful, but I can't, it's kind of been a while since I've seen you in person, so I can't remember if that's how you look, or if this is a new development. Yeah, no, I, this is just how I look, I think. Really? I mean, your eyes have always been that, um, hmm, I don't know how to, freakish? Yes. Okay, well... I feel like you have told me that before in person. And your nose is like the nose of, God, I, I don't know, an animal that doesn't exist, like an animal that I just made up. Like a human? Cause, no. Okay. Something more, I, I guess freakish. I, the adjective I keep falling on is freakish. I don't know how to escape that, unfortunately. But yeah, I, mean, I think just... Yeah, expanding your vocabulary would be... Your t-shirt, your hair, uh, I want to go with your cheeks. It's all just a little freaky. And I just, if you've always looked like that, then that's great. That's awesome. I just can't remember because it's been so long. Okay, well, so this is our producer, Cameron. Um, Cameron is so dedicated to making sure that our podcast stays relevant that when he heard that April showers bring May flowers... He tallied up all the showers he had taken last month, and then he began waiting by the door. So Cameron, are you assuming that like that it's some sort of exchange? That someone will be delivering you flowers depending on how many showers you took last month? Absolutely, Dr. London. I think, well, I just don't know where to report the showers is the issue. So I, I, it's not just tallying, it's a lot of data. It's minute, it's water of gallons per minute, it's uh, you know total shower time across the entire month. I have as much data as I think that they'll need, but now I haven't figured out the next step. Yeah, I'm not... Okay, because... Is it a it website? Seems like... Is it a forum? Is it like... Um, I, I, don't, I don't know. Do I meet someone in person? Like, I don't... I don't know. But I've been telling a, a lot of girls that I'm going to get them flowers and they have not shown up. 
and I'm, 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 I keep making up excuses like, oh, I think I lost. I must have dropped it. And it, they're not buying it. Oh, you think they're not oh, buying that lo- you are? I think I lost those flowers. I think they maybe fell under the couch or under my car seat or something. I'm not sure. And they don't. Well, they're buying it, but I, I, I can't. I can't keep this going forever. Okay. So, well, just to let you know, from my understanding, the saying is in reference to how it just it tends to rain more in April, and this results in an increased number of plants growing, including flowers. That's uh, great because month. with all the showers that I took, well, it, it's good that a lot more flowers are growing because I, f- I figure my order is going to be very large. Okay. So th- there being more flowers growing, that is perfect for my my shower order. That works for you? Yeah. No, I mean, like I'm saying, like if, if they're going to deliver thousands upon thousands of flowers, because that's how many minutes I spent in the shower this last month, then it's good that more flowers are growing so they don't run out. Okay, wait, so you weren't just, you know, keeping track of your showers. You were taking way more because you assumed payment. I assume there has to be more of a correlation between minutes per shower versus number of showers. Because if it was just number of showers, they'd be losing money on the flowers. Yes. Because people would just hop in the shower for one second and they're getting free flowers. This is not that complicated. We can, we can move on. Yeah, okay. Also with us is Did You Do in the House? <laughs> This is the Jock Dog Podcast. This is the Jock Dog Podcast. This is the Jock Dog And later, Cameron tells me that we can expect a special return guest. That's right, Dr. London. Which, okay, that actually makes me suspicious because a lot of our guests have been, I want to say, a little less applicable to, you know, medical topics. Like, they don't... You're saying that about your own mom, who was a guest? Wow! I mean, I was surprised and... Like at that time, it wasn't. She she isn't that wow. medically. I'm gonna send this to her, Doctor London. I'll let you deal with that. Anytime uh, you talk trash about our past guests, remember you're talking about your own mother. Yes. All right. Well, before we move on, I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. I found this note taped to my back when I came home from the grocery store. The note reads, "Quote." I made a casserole and my son threw it at the wall for one of those Tic Tac videos. He's so talented, bless. End quote. First of all, I would like to thank you so much for your insightful question here on the Jock Doc podcast. Um, to, to answer your question, 
I'm sorry to hear that your son wasted the food that you made. Um, and it's confusing to me that he would record such a video for Tic Tacs, since those breath mints don't really have a, a strong video presence. No, as far as no, I'm aware. no, 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 no. Dr. London, Tic Tac the brand has made a video service where you can upload crazy videos to them. And if it's really funny, you'll get free Tic Tacs. It's very, very popular. Okay, so, so this Ugh, is the. This to is why we have all you... this to to you old people is so frustrating. For me and my young friends, this the Tic Tac stuff is like it's all we do. Okay, so you you regularly record Tic Tac videos to try to get the attention of, I guess, big Tic Tac. Mm-hmm. Yes. And oh man, if they sent me the big Tic Tacs instead of the small ones, that'd be so sweet. None of my videos have been funny enough, unfortunately. Nope. Could could you give us an example of what one of your videos was like? Uh, Yeah, sure. I did a um, documentary on the Holocaust over... You can only do, I think, 30 seconds at a time. So it was over the course of um, 2,000 Tic Tacs. When you say over the course of... Okay, oh, Tic Tacs are the name of the short videos. Okay, okay, I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't receive any okay. any any Tic Tacs from that. Huh. I okay. I I guess I'm just unaware, but this is why we we have you on the show. Like I said, to keep things relevant because I didn't come. Do you want to come up with a fun Tic Tac real quick? Just really quick, Doctor London, just for you. Yes. Are you, uh, recor- I, are you recording your video? Yeah, yeah. All I'm right. always recording. So maybe put your hands in the air. Okay. And then maybe, I don't know, just do something funny. No, not that. Well, because I'm just... No, not that. No, not that. Oh. Oh. Okay, so you think that the Holocaust series of videos was funnier than the the kind of loopy dance I was doing just then? Well, no, I'm not insensitive. Like, not the overall concept or subject, but there were fun bits throughout. Lots okay. of rules of threes type of jokes and lots of little, like, running running gags and, um, you know, kind of pratfalls and stuff that I kind of snuck in. Funny, funny sound effects. Oh, okay. Oh, what are you doing with your arms now? Yeah, well, that's just... You know, I thought maybe I'd get a groove going, and you know, detects are. We have to move on. We have to go. Okay. To, we have to move on. Oh my well, gosh. Anyway, to that listener, um, thank you for listening, and we we appreciate the question. And now, uh, normally I would share a tale from the clinical anecdote, you know, from from my life in the hospital, but Cameron has actually been putting together some tips um, to help people with their sort of day-to-day quarantine problems, you know, stuff related to you're, you're staying at home, you're, you're avoiding spreading disease or, you know, getting the disease. So um, Cameron, did you have any further tips for our listeners? Uh, I did, Dr. London. I actually, uh, it's not so much of a tip as it is the cure. Oh, I, so we, I don't think that there is, you know, a cure as of yet. Like they are, there are some treatments. Have you, well, obviously you haven't looked at our new merch that we're selling. Oh no. 
You know loot boxes in video games? You buy a box, but you don't know exactly what's in it. And so it ends up being this sort of fun game for the people who order it. And it also ends up generating more revenue for the company doing it because people, instead of just buying specific things from a store, they're buying this loot box. Um, yeah. Okay. I guess especially. So what if this is, this is the, this is the idea and this is, this is not even an idea anymore. This is already merchandise you can buy on our website, jocktalkpodcast.com. But just like they do loot boxes, what if we send out branded, so good for the podcast, syringes? Whatever's in the syringes, we don't know. But one of them is the cure. Wait, so you're... This is the quarantine vaccine. Cameron's coronavirus tips. Cameron's coronavirus tips. Cameron's coronavirus tips. We're vaccinating quarantine. Yes. And I should clarify that vaccines, like, it's technically that wouldn't be a cure. That would be a hmm. preventative, you know, prophylaxis. But, um, I, hmm. you're, are you saying that it'll be a box filled with syringes? Which you get are filled one with, syringe. Five bucks, one syringe. And it's going to be filled with Something. either a placebo. Hmm. No, or, placebo is implies like sugar water, like it's nothing. None of our yeah. syringes are filled with something, with, you know, nothing. You're going to have side effects no matter what. Oh, even from the, the vaccine? Well, I mean, just, I, I'm trying to say none of it is just sort of like sugar water, benign, nothing. So what is it? It's then? all real heft like strong stuff when you say hefty, it could be anything it could be listerine it could be toothpaste um it could be another brand of mouthwash okay so uh, you just mean okay so you're saying that you're filling a bunch of syringes with mouthwash and some syringes with an actual vaccine for this virus that yes that is right or what i can only assume is a vaccine for the virus I don't, I haven't, I don't, I've never had the virus and I don't know anyone with it. So I haven't been able to test it. Okay. I, but and when the you math say, is there. And who did this math? Well, I did. And who? It's our product. So just go to the who, website, jocktalkpodcast.com. You want to put in an order. Obviously, look, if you're just going to order one, the odds of it just being mouthwash are very, very high. So you want to order maybe like 10. That way you have a at least a 1 in 10 chance of receiving the vaccine. And I say 1 in 10 chance because there is a 1 in 1. If you buy just one, it's only a 1 in 100 chance that you're going to get the vaccine over mouthwash. So if you buy 10, that gives you a 1 in 10 chance. If you buy 100, you are almost guaranteed, certainly, that one of them is going to be the vaccine. Okay. So and the vaccine is blue as well. So you can't just look at it and say, oh... This one's mouthwash. This one's not. You're going to have to try them all. Okay. What I want to clarify here. Do you. Five dollars. Do you happen to think that a vaccine would be mouthwash as Does well? Mouth- well hmm. Because the- I'm wondering. If the maybe va- they're all going to be. Mouthwash does kill germs. So I'm going to just say that up top. 
So that's obvious. And so it obviously is going to be an ingredient in a lot of different vaccines. So to say that, look, I've been working with Bill Gates on this thing. We, I've just, okay, the no. mixture of mouthwash and then his tracking device, microchip that he's going to inject in everyone, the combination is really, that's the cure. I should clarify for our listeners that when Cameron says Bill Gates, he does mean Bill the gatekeeper uh, near his apartments. Yes. There's a man named Bill there. Yeah. And the, so... The billionaire former o- owner of Microsoft who lives in my neighborhood. And and works the gate. I feel like you're, you're kind yeah, of projecting of a lot Epstein, of... Jeffrey Epstein, Bill Gates. Right. Okay. So... I, I don't think that I can $5, endorse... $5, jockdogpodcast.com. Doesn't really need your endorsement because it already has your face and the logo for the podcast on the actual syringe. So <sighs> your your verbal endorsement, unnecessary. Um, honestly, I think anything that you endorse, we do worse in sales. It seems to be almost a rebellious attitude towards the things you endorse. Because the okay. stuff that you are adamant against... We, I sell so much of, like these syringes. Yeah, and your your beer that gives children paralysis and yeah. suicidal ideation. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so we'll move on from there then. And let's move on to maybe something that is clinically based, which I'm not sure that that product is. Um, so for today's well, medical topic. Four and five dentists would disagree with you. Mitral valve prolapse. So mitral valve prolapse is when the mitral valve, which separates the two left chambers of the heart from each other, uh, when that valve has leaflets that don't touch well because they're too big. So they're uh, sort of overlapping. But they come together better if you can expand that ventricle. So um, blood can flow better during systole. Systole is whenever the, the heart squeezes that phase so mitral valve oh, yeah, prolapse I feel, that. I feel that all the time when the heart squeezes yeah when it feels like uh sort of like a fist is squeezing your heart okay so that could be you know that could be a heartburn or that could be a heart attack no 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 no. nothing is attacking me it feels like a fist is very softly in a cuddly kind of way squeezing my heart so hard it's telling me that it loves me so much my own heart tells me that it loves me so much that then my left arm gets real tingly yeah so so whenever you have symptoms like that you should actually probably seek some medical attention oh Um, i love attention yeah so but in any case, um, so mitral valve prolapse is congenital, and it's usually seen in young women. Um, so you'll diagnose first with auscultation, which is listening with the stethoscope, that, that thing that doctors wear around their necks. Um, and you'll hear a sound similar to mitral regurgitation with a mid-systolic or late-systolic click and a mid-to-late systolic murmur, except that unlike in mitral insufficiency, which can sound similar, the heart murmur of mitral valve prolapse improves when more blood is in the heart, such as uh, while leg lifting or squatting. Um, Definitive diagnosis is with echocardiogram, which is an ultrasound of the heart. 
most patients are asymptomatic for their entire lives. So treatment can actually be with beta blockers, but also reassurance in order to relieve the potential anxiety they may have about, you know, a diagnosis of a heart valve problem. Uh, because, once again, it can be a pretty benign condition sometimes. So if you're a young woman out there and you do squats and you feel like you're having this issue, whatever Dr. London's talking about, I'm not really listening, just give me a call. Give me a call. Hit me up. Go to the jocktalkpodcast.com, order a couple syringes, and then, I don't know, just give me a call. We'll see what's up. Uh, I'm not... Uh, sure, sure. Okay. All right. Cameron, you said that we have a special returning guest today. That's right, Dr. London. <laughs> Hello there. Was it uh, Pilgrim? Is that right? Hi, guys. How are you? Hi. Hi. Hey, Mr. Pilgrim, sir. How are you? I'm I'm doing well. You know, um, uh, it's good to be back with you guys talking about health and wellness in a historical sense. Yeah. So uh, Pilgrim here, for those who hasn't li- haven't listened to that episode, he taught us about, um, was it the Pilgrim's Powerhouse, a, a sort of workout plan for those who want to work out in sort of um uh an old timey way if i may you know put it bluntly workout yes uh diet yes and we're uh we're especially equipped for what's what's been happening lately yes huh you're you think that you're specially equipped for especially equipped if you're a kind of person who's living historically if you're the kind of person who looks back to history on how to be well and how to be healthy, if this is we're ready. Pandemics, epidemics happened all the time. So I'm happy to share some tips with you guys on how to be well and healthy in a historical way today. Yeah, I guess this does make sense. As a pilgrim, you do have experience both giving and receiving quite a few diseases. Is that correct, pilgrim? You got it. Huh. Okay, so, so I guess your perspective is just that since history since you you do historical workouts and history is full of you know past pandemics epidemics that you are specially equipped okay so yeah could you tell us about your i guess is it a pandemic plan yeah it's pilgrim's pandemic plan i'm really excited to share with you guys that's right um not ppe which is what everybody should be using but uh, mm-hmm. I've, I've got a couple tips to keep this you physically healthy. This is the Paycheck healthy. Protection Program. Nope. I'm not giving out money, Cam. I don't, are you well, doing that? Well, it, that I, just, yeah. I just thought PPP, PPP. I'm not getting, Pilgrim's Pandemic Plan. I'm not getting any money out of this plan? Uh, you're only going to get health and wellness, but in a historical way. I've got physical tips for you. I've got emotional tips and mental health tips. And okay. uh, some things to keep you busy, Perfect. keep I you need happy, help in all keep of you healthy. Areas. I know, I can tell. What I'm most excited to share with you about is some of the little things in in your day to day during these times that can really keep you healthy and keep you going. Um, one of the first things um, that I remembered about pilgrims and just people in the past uh, here in America and even in Europe uh, is uh, washing hands was important, but water really wasn't a commodity. It wasn't very popular. So what I do is I have a barrel outside my house and, uh, you know, a few gallons. I make sure to use only the water in that barrel to wash my hands every day, mm. at least six times. And if I get uh, if I get a little thirsty, I, I allow myself to drink out of that every once in a while as well. So it's 
standing water. Well, it's in a barrel. Yeah, but so it's just water that's sitting outside. That would be historically well, well, Dr. accurate. Dr. London, yes. what you're you're it's standing one second and then it's sitting another second. What, why are you trying to trip up our guest? I'm sorry. The, These the, contradictions that you're throwing out there. Semantics. Ugh. I guess what I mean. I really hate him. I God. This sucks. Yes. We're gonna keep going for you then, Cam. Look, we're washing our hands in our barrel. Um, one thing that people did in history and was very, very smart to keep things tidy. Um, it's it's about what you put in your body is what's really important. And back then during pandemics and all other times, there were uh, two things you were allowed to drink. Water from the creek and alcohol. Mm-hmm. And I think those two things, if you incorporate that into your diet and your everyday, I think you can uh, get by both physically and emotionally. And this does oh. make sense. And water from the creek, I'd have to assume, probably has a good flavor to it. You were talking about how people didn't really want to drink water. You know, you could... You could find things to make water a little more interesting. You could throw some propel powder in there, or you could just drink from a creek. So, and it's free. I, I should hop in here real quick to clarify that you shouldn't drink, you know, just unfiltered water from a creek because there are, you know, a number of bacteria and protozoa. You, you want to watch out for things like, you know, giardia, things that can cause really. Okay, but what about your? What about? What about? consuming lots and lots of germs to help your immune system well to some extent that that can be applicable but drinking from a creek that kind of perspective that that's just going to you know sort of build a quick acute infestation inside of you that that's we need to build herd immunity against the feelings that i have after i drink creek water when you describe when you say feelings, do you just mean diarrhea? Because that's mm-hmm. okay. If I could jump so in I'd... about diarrhea, mm-hmm. um, just to keep things even more sanitary, I've immediately when this all went down, I went out and built myself an outhouse. Now, back in history, the thing they used to um, <clears throat> uh, clean up uh, the most popular thing and the most prevalent thing around you was the used cobs from your corn. That's why they call it a cornhole. But huh. that's not the thing I have around right now. So the, I built an outhouse and I looked around. What, what do I have a lot of? I stocked up on hand sanitizer. And uh, that's, that's the Just thing. Just like I'm, the pilgrims. I'm, exactly. So the thing I had most of is what I now use to clean up. It's, it's keeping things really, really clean. So, you know, my hands and the nether world is clean at the same time. So you use... You, that you, on your cornhole? Is that what you're saying? Correct. You put hand sanitizer uh, in inside your... I'm just doing it, it like the pilgrims it. did it. Say it. Dr. London, say it. Rather than wiping or using a bidet, you, you use hand, hand sanitizer. sanitizer. It's you what it I have Dr. the most London. of right now. In your anus is what I was going to... can't even... He's a medical professional and he can't even say the word butthole. He can't even say it. Like an adult. So, Pilgrim, what have you seen positive effects from these these steps from, that you've been taking? Yeah, these these practices have uh, uh, really been helping me out just in in my sanitary and physical health. Um, mm-hmm. I have I have had some trouble like sitting for long periods of time. 
Uh, but well, I yeah, think, of course. Right. So, but it, 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 but that really keeps me moving during the day, burn calories and stuff too. So when you uh, when you say difficulty with sitting, d- do you mean because of the diarrhea, uh, or do you mean I, it? I, I don't. Um, it's just I guess it, it's a byproduct of healthy living, of historical which, healthy living. The way our bodies work, Dr. London, and this will be fun information for you, is that our bodies crave the things that we need, right? So if you're a healthy person who craves getting up off your feet and being active, then when you sit down, yeah, it's going to hurt like hell. But if you're lazy and your body craves sitting down and not doing anything, then yeah, I guess sitting might be comfortable. I'm jogging in place right now. So... What I'm really wondering is, you, when you say it hurts to sit down, is it your muscles? Is it actually? I can't sit down for more than thirty seconds at a time, because my body craves the activity. Well, and also you said it's in physical pain if you sit down. God, it hurts like hell. So it hurts I'm, like hell. I'm wondering which part of you is it the muscles? Is it the the anus, which, which part? Pilgrim, could you could you elaborate on this a little bit? Um, well, you know, it's the, the, the you know the kind of the inside, and you know, if you're going to be a historical health reenactor like I am, and a professional one, uh, having diarrhea and problems down there is a must. It, mm-hmm. It's statistically, most people were dealing with that back then. In fact, um, I purposely don't brush my teeth for at least two weeks just so I can have some recreate that those uh dental problems as well so uh it's it's something i'm willing to go through for to 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 have the other uh health benefits that the uh pilgrims pandemic plan offers okay so it is internal see to me that sounds like a negative if you guys can't sit down because of the pain anyway i mean we could move on but I have some tips for for anybody that if this happens to them, uh, the, the, you know, just to improve their mental health as well. Would you uh, okay. guys like to hear that? That's very important. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, as you guys know, um, conspiracy theories, uh, false accusations—it's an American pastime. Uh, sure. And so, okay. um, what I've done is uh, I started uh, a, a brand new conspiracy, but I did it local. We got to keep it local with stuff like this. And we remember the Salem witch Absolutely. trials of sixteen ninety-two. Um, mm-hmm. I went to my neighbor's house and knocked on their door and immediately accused them of starting uh, the pandemic. Oh, wow. And how did that... How, I mean, obviously, because you accused them, there was obviously some truth to it, but how did that turn out? Uh, they denied and denied. And of course, as we know by the Salem Classic. Witch Trials, People that means that they are going to be guilty, right? Uh, so that's always a good time. I mean, you know, going into Walmart and accusing uh, certain people of a certain race or gender, that's, you know, that's, that's not, not what we need to be doing. Me, me going door to door, making sure that everyone knows that it's their fault that this is happening and just kind of, you know, uh, see what comes about. So, And this is why we need to bring back some of the tests of the days of yore, such as attaching exactly. a large rock to a person to prove whether or not they're guilty. Exactly. I, now, pushing okay. them off of a cliff to see if they fly. Right. So I, I, I went to my neighbor's house, and uh, he was yelling at me. I was yelling at him. He said something about the police. But uh, 
uh, I, I ran into the house, grabbed his wife, and I tied a rock to her, and uh, you know mm-hmm. we threw her right into the pond. Um, shortly thereafter, I don't remember much because the husband was running up behind me. But uh, from what I hear, uh, she did float, um, and so I think she's clear from that. But you know, it, it, it burned a day of boredom. Kept my yeah, mental so capacity that, the mental, ready. The mental health aspect exactly. of that, the positives of that are really amazing. Right, and so I get to be think, engaged in things. I get to see other people, and of course, I was always wearing a mask the whole time. This is really great because I, you know, I'm in quarantine as well, and I've been getting pretty bored and kind of finding new ways to have adventures and have mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. And I also have a lot of people I want to accuse of a lot of things, mm-hmm. and I feel like combining these two interests mm-hmm. would really be beneficial for me. It's a lot of fun. I can't help but think that maybe it only be beneficial for you and right could be hurtful towards others and okay i want to go back to this hopefully they're you know they're on their own accusing other people of things so it's sort of a chain reaction pass it on so Mm -hmm. pilgrim speaking of yeah okay because you brought up how you want to keep it local and Mm -hmm. i guess i just want to clarify one point because because a lot of people say support local and they're referring to supporting local businesses mm-hmm. um, because they aren't, you know, large corporations. If, if they, you know, lose business, then they're, they're going to run out of money. They're going to lose their business. You seem to have turned it into a more of a social specific thing so that like the reason you won't bring race into it or something else from what you described, it sounds like because that's a national issue and you want to keep only local issues involved. Well, I get- specifically my my plan and, and, and all these things that have to do with a lot of New England things, uh, we focus on that. If you remember from our last episode, we talked about Thanksgiving and how the pilgrims uh, did that and how we can incorporate that into our lives. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess... I guess I, I I think maybe you are misinterpreting the the idea of supporting local and you know no it's it sounds like you Dr. London are trying to sh- to pigeonhole the definition of local to only be about one thing about like factory farming or whatever yeah I, okay and he, whereas our Pilgrim, our guest here, is saying, mm-hmm. hey, these conspiracies that go national and international and all these different things, maybe they don't apply on a national scale. Maybe if we focus only on the conspiracies of our own communities, that's where we can make a real difference. Is, am, I, am, I, am I getting close, Pilgrim? Cam, you nailed it. Yes. I knew I was a doctor. I, I don't think that, that proves that. Another Dr. local London, you're thing. You're just afraid. You're, Dr. London is afraid to bring back the old practices because his entire education is based on these new practices. Dr. London yelled at me just last week because mm-hmm. I was inviting people over to my house and I was practicing bloodletting because yes. I think that that cures a lot of diseases. I, and to, to clarify, um, so, so bloodletting was previously a treatment that was used back before modern medicine. It's still... If you're feeling bad, drain your blood. It's easy. 
I was bringing people over to my house. I was doing that. We were having lots of fun. And then Dr. London's like, you shouldn't do that. Oh, oh my you, gosh. I, I'm, such a, I'm such a nerdy guy. Oh, excuse me. E equals MC. Don't do that, sir. <laughs> and I hated it. It pissed me off. Classic London. Yeah, okay, well, so that joke did go over really well. The M equals MC don't. Like, that was... People were laughing at that. So Oh yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, at the same time, uh so bloodletting, well, I guess phlebotomy would be the more common term for it now. Um, it is a treatment for certain diseases like, you know, hemochromatosis, iron overload. It is a possible treatment, but not for just any disease. Do you do you see what I mean there? Right. And you're saying that's because you view modern medical practices to be superior to the practices of the days of yore. Back in the day, we used bloodletting for every single thing. It didn't matter what it was. You just drained their blood. So I don't necessarily think that uh, your method of going to people's houses and, you know, accusing them of causing sickness or or being a witch whatever i don't see how that's like i see how it's helpful maybe for your mental health but it, it makes you a bully rather than you know someone who copes in a healthy way oh dr london you don't want to be bullied <laughs> but boredom is a real killer and if i can do anything to keep other people not bored i'm gonna do that absolutely you're the real hero during, little... during pandemics like this. People keep talking about who's essential and who the real heroes are. And, oh, these ICU nurses mm -hmm. are the real heroes. How about the people who keep us mm -hmm. entertained? How about the people who keep us from boredom and care about our mental health? And about accusing other exactly. people and, of lots of different things. Right. And if you want to keep your emotional health up, I've got two tips for this. Oh, let me hear it. Okay. Lay it on me. One thing that's keeping me engaged in the community, one thing that's keeping me ready for anything, um, and it's an historical throwback as well, is I, I take my bell and my lantern and I go outside and I walk the streets as the town crier. And some nights I repeat the news I hear on one channel and the next night I repeat the news I hear on another channel. And uh, I get a lot of response, if you know what I'm talking about. And uh, it keeps my spirits lifted and a lot of people also seem to be very... Um, loud about can, it can we can we yeah, hear I'm, an example of this criering like maybe what you do on on a monday versus the next day on a tuesday right so at the beginning of the pandemic it was kind of like this ring 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 everybody today is march 3rd and corona is a hoax corona is a hoax feel free to go about your business Speaking my language so that was, absolutely right and so uh and then once things started kind of rolling, I had to uh, change the story uh, to, you know, like, all right, everybody, uh, Trump is coronavirus. Don't look at him directly in the eyes. So, you know, I, I, I just made that up and I kind of went through that too. So, it, you know, once I got bored of that, can't have boredom. I would move on from, you know, real news, real news. Maybe there was some fake news in there, stuff I made up. And uh, my spirits were high and people were always responding. It was great. One, so you said earlier that you, you do this town crier thing, 
And you said you got a lot of response, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Yeah. And I don't, like, I don't really, I don't, town criers aren't known for getting responses. Well, people, at least in my case, they would open their windows and shout back at me. And uh, I really feel like that really, you know, cured some boredom, got people, uh, you know, ready and, and just, you know, ready to hear the news. And so we can all kind of get through this together. Okay. So when you say, if you know what I mean, that's what you are implying. Yes. What were the things they were yelling at you? Uh, it was hard to hear over my uh, clanging. Sure. Um, because I'm the crier. I'm in charge. But um, One of the most difficult things about being a crier, you know? Yeah, you really can't understand what people are saying back to you because you got to, you know, uh, things like go home um, It was because they were advocating the quarantine. So that was mm-hmm. good. Uh, they were saying, like, shut up. Uh, and, you know, they really wanted to, for everybody to be quiet so that they could hear me do the news for that day. So I appreciated those people who said oh, shut nice. up. Um, yeah. Um, some people even like uh, out of celebration, they would fire their guns into the air. Um, and I thought that was a good time, you know, just to add a little, uh, spunk to the, uh, to the occasion. And a real pilgrimy style of celebration as well. So, I mean, it, it, it kind of exactly. fits in. Huh. Yeah, I guess, I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot less harmful than, you know, tying a rock to someone which would, could potentially drown them. So this, this is a step up in my opinion. So you still i mean i agree i think everyone should have the right to travel around their neighborhood spreading information Mm -hmm. that either they've gathered or information Mm -hmm. that they're making up or information that sounds good it's an american pastime it's it's the it's the most american thing you can do and i think i I guess one of the issues i've really had during this whole pandemic is this you know we can only get information from these sources from these doctors right from people you don't exactly. even know. And it's like, oh, okay, so what, tens of thousands of medical professionals are saying this one thing? Well, what about the thing that I'm saying that I just thought of? What about that? Or my neighbor. Or my neighbor saying it. Gotta keep it local. Gotta keep, see. Buy local, listen Why local. should I trust all of these doctors mm-hmm. from every single country in the world and their expertise when I can trust mm-hmm. the guy who lives down the street who's yelling at me? He's exactly. going to know and more about my life read? and my needs and my struggles mm-hmm. than, oh, some mm-hmm. medical professional who doesn't want me to die. Have you seen their handwriting? Awful. I mean, no, I haven't, Awful. but I assume it's terrible. It is. Okay, so, I, and I guess really what I meant is that one of those actions is a criminal offense, and the other one is technically practicing, you know, freedom of speech. That that's really I can't I can't say that I endorse the spread of misinformation, but but unfortunately um, you, you already did. So we have that recorded. DJ Dylan, do we have that? Yes. The, yes. Perfect. Yes. 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 Yeah, yes. He's emphatically nodding. Yes. Okay. I've got one more emotional health tip. Okay. And um, as you know, people uh, back in history days very religious it was very important to them um and so what i've done personally and i'm encouraging everybody that's involved in pilgrim's pandemic plan is uh, a lot of us got uh, a check from the government right sure yeah um so i took uh my whole family's check and i gave it directly to the church because that's what a pilgrim would do 
And that really got me in the spirit of historical coping when it comes to the pandemic. Okay. Well, yeah, uh, you know, a lot of these uh, charity organizations involved with churches do, you know, do food drives. They do provide for... Well, Those my church struggling. promised that it would. My church promised that it would cure me and my family if we got it. Oh wow! See, that's way more than whatever the crap Doctor London was just talking about. See, this is what I'm talking about. It's People love way. pouring their money and giving their money towards food shelters mm-hmm. and pantries and all these different things. And it's like, how about giving money towards uh, not getting sick? Hello. Mm-hmm. Well, and mm-hmm. so did they give you something and say it was a cure, or did they just? tell you you're cured uh well it's funny that i got a big box and there was a bunch of uh syringes in it um and uh it was uh i i I took all of them uh and i gave some to my to some of my friends uh i actually threw some of the people that were enjoying my town crying as well so um we'll see how it turns out and and i do want to jump in here that that is a great Great story, Pilgrim, but I do mm-hmm. want to say for other people interested mm-hmm. in the box full of syringes, you shouldn't share it with your mm-hmm. friends. You should tell your friends to order their own. I'm just going to just throw that out there. If everyone orders their Ooh, I'll own, do that. I'll do that. that will generate more sales for me. And so we're, that's one of the priorities here. Um, you know, Priority number two, getting people healthy, get, keeping people safe. But definitely priority number one is uh, increasing the profits from this endeavor. Back to you, Dr. London. Yeah, I still can't really endorse that product either. The syringes. Perfect. We need your non-endorsement because that's what gets people motivated. Yeah, syringes full of mouthwash. I don't... Okay, so... And Bill Gates uh, tracking well, chips. Yeah, Bill the Gatekeeper. Yeah, former CEO of Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and and as insightful and helpful as all these tips have been... I feel as if we could we could probably just you know close it down here. The, Sounds great. There's been enough advice that I really feel is once again that especially the tying a, a rock to someone and then you know throwing them in a body of water does sound to me like attempted murder rather than a good mental. The law health. is up for interpretation. We all know this. Do do we? Pilgrim, it, do you have any is, other tips that you want to give our audience? Uh, no, I'm. I'm th- that about uh, spends it for me. I have to go. Um, I got two things to do. I get ready for my. Uh, I, I'm an Uber driver, and uh, in the back seat, I have my wares, uh, and so I'll, I'll I'll knock on people's doors see if they want to buy any of my wares, and then um, for the night, I, uh, every night I break my uh, thermometer and take a little of the mercury. That's what the pilgrims would do to stay healthy as well. So thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate uh, the opportunity to share with you guys about how to be historically healthy. Looking to the past to plan for our future. That's beautiful. Mercury is poisonous. So you want to avoid that, actually. Back, you know, back then, you know, hatters would, you know, people who made hats would would put it together and all that. So you you don't think I should do that? I mean, it's history. Yeah, I, mercury, since it's poison, I would say don't physically interact with it. Uh, well, we're say avoid it. London. Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. But today's the present, and that's why it's a gift. That's, that's all, all we, we have. have. 
Okay. So and put mercury note, up your buttholes. And be sure to check out Pilgrim's podcast. It's uh, Pilgrim's Digress, a podcast about all things New England. So thank you to uh, Pilgrim for returning. Thanks, guys. It was a great time. Yeah, thank you for sharing your tips. And I would like our listeners to really bear in mind that it attempted murder is not a healthy mental coping mechanism. I, I cannot emphasize that enough. Um, thank you to Cameron, as always, for being on the show. Yeah, and thank you, Dr. London. I do want to say that uh, attempted murder is a fantastic uh, mental health coping mechanism. So back to you, Dr. London. All right, and thank you to Digital in the House. Attempted murder is not a healthy mental coping mechanism. You put hand sanitizer in your anus. Hand sanitizer in your anus. You put hand sanitizer in your anus. 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 Yes. My name is Dr. London Smith.com. This has been the Jock Doc Podcast. See ya. The wind howls in your ears. You were not supposed to go this way, but it's too late to turn back, meow. You wince as you step on another rock, but you cannot afford to slow down, so you keep running. Splashing through the waves, you awkwardly hop and jog until you come across the last obstacles in your path, a group of enormous boulders. You reach up to a small crack in the rock, but pull your hand away quickly as a scorpion narrowly misses, landing a deadly sting on your person. You look around for another way up, and sure enough, there is a ladder. You climb the ladder to the top of the cliffside and run until you finally reach the car, where your friend is calmly waiting. So how is the shortcut? He asks. You remain silent as water leaks from your soaking shoes. Speaking of choices between the easy way and the hard way, don't forget to leave a review of the Jock Doc podcast in which you describe the alternate routes that you've taken in a race to your car with a friend. And while you're at it, go ahead and share the Jock Doc podcast with a friend or foe. You can send them a link to your favorite episode or just send them our handy website, jockdocpodcast.com. And don't forget to take a peek at our posts on social media. We are at Jock Doc Podcast. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.